0: So join us now as we let the Word of God give us foundational tools to develop and maintain a biblical worldview. Hi, this is Sharon Hoskins. And this is Janie Ratzloff. As we talk about growing in the character of Christ today, Janie, I want to read 2 Corinthians three eighteen, And it says, but we all with unfailed face, beholding as in a mirror the glory of the Lord, are being transformed into the same image from glory to glory, just as by the Spirit of the Lord. Now, as I understand this verse, it is the Lord who does the transforming. So how do we keep from internalizing all the character building on our own?
1: Well, first of all, with that verse, it says we've got to look into a mirror. Okay, and we have to be looking for something when we look in a mirror. Do we not? We uh-huh. have to be seeing if our hair is in place. Right. You know, if uh, you don't have any drooling hanging down that you didn't weren't aware of anything that yeah. might embarrass you. Eye boogers. There you go. So you have you have to be looking. Okay. And then you have to decide if you like what you see. All right. And if you see a bunch of entities, traits that you don't like, then you have to decide, do I just want to lay the mirror down and go on my way and just not have to account? Or do I want to really examine and see what's wrong with that, what I'm looking in
0: the mirror? So there has to be some sort of introspection going on, uh, uh, like examining that's exactly right. And the okay. Scriptures tell
1: us that we are to examine ourselves. Uh, the problem that we can get into is if we see a lot that we don't like then we are perplexed and we think, okay, what can I do to fix my problem? Okay. And we really need to look to the Lord Jesus Christ and let him build his character in us. Okay. For a long time, I thought it was my responsibility to come up and build the right character. And you know what? I didn't like the disposition or the character traits that God had given me.
0: Right. So I had a
1: critical spirit of the way he had fashioned me. And he had to teach me that he had a calling in my life. And it required the temperament, the personality that he had given me. Now, I could abuse those traits those gifts, or I could learn how to let the Holy Spirit control those and manage those as I submitted to the portion in Matthew 11, 28 and 29, where I learn from him. Okay. So let's talk about the danger a little bit if we choose to turn on our self-examination to the point of introspection and if we allow that to go to taking our eyes off of the lord jesus christ then we will go to excesses of self-examination okay okay and there can be wild fluctuations because if we give the enemy a chance to influence our thinking He will take us to the point of, woe is me. I'm worthless. Right,
0: right. I'm not worth anything. So when we look in the mirror and we don't like what we see, we decide not to look in the mirror anymore. Yes, that's one way. I, I don't want to see any of that ugliness anymore so I'm just not going to look in the mirror or that's that's the extreme extreme right 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 now there can be another fluctuation
1: though there can be well okay I don't know how to fix this and you know I've been doing okay because I think I love Jesus and uh, the Bible tells me to serve people I was created for good works. Uh So I'm not going to worry about letting his character change me. I'm just going to go on right on what I'm doing.
0: I'm just going to be okay because I'm doing good works. Okay, so we become okay with our bad character as long as we're serving, as long as we're doing some sort of ministry Outreaching to someone else. And if it gives me a good feeling
1: or people compliment me, I am satisfied with second best. Okay. You know what? If Jesus Christ had decided to be satisfied with second best, he probably would have thought, you know, I created them. They're on their own. I don't think it's going to be necessary for me to come and redeem man and go to the cross. Right. Right. Uh, God the Father, God the Son, God the Holy Spirit, we've been doing just fine for all of eternity in past. And we'll be doing just all fine for all of eternity in the future. So if the subjects we created can't get their act together, well, they'll just have to work at it a little harder. I mean, that is absurd. Right, right. But that is how the enemy can subtly deceive us, and we don't ever see it as being deceived We see it as coping the
0: best we can. And doing what we can in the Lord's service. And so then we end up really kind of trampling grace. Ooh, right? Yeah. Romans 6, where we trample grace underfoot. And then we ignore part of what
1: he has told us when he says, I've given you everything that you need to walk here on earth where I have created you Mm -hmm. and placed you in this particular time. But he says, learn of me. And we say, no, I don't have time to learn of you. But if you can give me an instant quick fix that I can possibly grab a hold of while I'm driving through picking up my instant meal, (laughs) I'll go
0: with it. Or if you will, if you'll just give it to the pastor, the pastor will give it to me later. Yeah. Now, let's just praise
1: God for the pastors because they are growing, too, Mm -hmm. and they have to be in daily study so they can give us, hopefully, a hunger to know more. Right, But we are wrong when we use them as our substitute, as our final and only authority, when God says, I'm still growing them. Right. And they may be able to give you some joy and some peace and praise God. And maybe even some insight. Yes. That we've never seen before. And to create a hunger Uh and to birth a seed of passion. Right. A good pastor, a good teacher will be so focused on fulfilling what God has given them, their ability to teach, that you'll think they know nothing but Jesus Christ 24 sevens. Right. Whereas they may be learning and unlearning some old habits, attitudes. They may be having to do some changing of the filters in our brain. There may be some really dirty filters and those filters are having to be removed. So let's give our pastors a lot of compassionate love. And yet if we hear a check... Before we go correct them,
0: let's go... Or leave the church
1: because (laughs) they've messed
0: up totally.
1: Or make your fourth switch in the (laughs) church because you think changing to a different building and a different man, he won't have those problems. And that's our being deceived. Right. That we go to our knees and intercede that we might be one. Intercede that we would understand intimacy. Ask the Lord to birth a passion. Let me tell you what. He says he answers prayers that are prayed according to his heart. And if you pray for a passion to know him, he will answer that prayer because that is praying according to his heart. But we're too scared to pray for that.
0: Because the first time... That because it w- might cost me something, Jamie. Well, and it'll have to
1: yeah. because we have to have a change. Right. And then we're scared of the change. Right. And then we hear other people warning us about all the devastation, the changes are happening, and we lock up with fear. And now we're back to the sharing, to the old truth. You can only walk one or two ways. You walk by faith in your life
0: mm-hmm.
1: or you walk by fear. Right. And they don't commingle. They are like oil and water. They don't mix. Now, there has to be some
0: transitioning in going from fear to faith. So, when we talk about being overcomers and having the victory in faith, it requires us to overcome fear.
1: Well, we have to recognize that fear sells. And we're not going to let our own fears grow and be given into. Okay. So we have to fight. And we have to stay alert to where there are dangers and there are spiritual dangers. Because in the process of overcoming, as we share with one another, mm-hmm. we encourage one another. Right. We are both maturing day by day because our focus has a passionate desire to know Jesus Christ and to learn from him and him crucified him resurrected him ascending and he has an eternal plan for each one of us right and do we want to let him fulfill that in us or are we going to be full of strife and manipulation and trying to do what He has told us to trust Him to do.
0: And that's why mentoring matters. Mentoring Matters is a listener-supported discipleship program of Sharon Hearts Ministry. Join a community seeking to grow in grace and knowledge of our Lord Jesus Christ with resource materials available for the journey at SharonHearts.org. That's S-H-A-R-I-N Hearts dot org.